Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode number 127. Reality TV is good for your mental health. You can check me out at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you love listening to your favorite podcasts. Now let's pop in our earbuds and let's take a ride together. So happy that you're here with me today. If you listened to last week's podcast, this is going to be a total about face. The last two podcasts have been very serious, breast cancer awareness and what has been going on in the world as far as war-torn countries. So this week, I am doing the complete opposite. You are going to hear me animated and you're going to hear my voice go up and down and you're gonna hear my excitement because I decided to talk today about something that I really love, that's fun, that I enjoy. The title of this is Reality TV is Good for Your Mental Health. Are some of you scratching your head thinking, how is reality TV great for my mental health? We're going to dive into that today because I am a true Bravo-holic. If you don't know what a Bravo-holic is, you basically watch Bravo TV all the time and all of their reality TV shows. I have a sweatshirt that says Bravo-holic. I'm not going to BravoCon this year. I couldn't swing it with my friends and I didn't want to go by myself because what fun would that be to do that by yourself? See all those Bravo lebs, but maybe next year. But BravoCon is where all these reality um, stars from Bravo TV network come and they have different talks and you get to meet them. And yes, I've always been somebody who loves celebrities and gets super excited about it. You're probably saying to yourself, why the heck is Elise talking about reality TV show? And why is this really anything I'm interested in? Well, let's take a listen for a little bit and bear with me. So I did a survey on my Instagram. Do you like reality TV? Well, the results are 67% of the population that answered my survey said yes and 33% said no. So could it be skewed because I'm utilizing social media to get my poll answers? Maybe, because people who are into social media, really into it, may be inclined to enjoy reality TV more. Not sure, but that's where I can take my polls. So that's the poll. 67% said yes, 33% said no. So the majority of that poll says they like reality TV. Well, my favorite channels obviously are Bravo and I love TLC as well. I do watch reality TV on Netflix and other streaming networks as well. There are so many of them out there that you can just kind of dive into depending on what your interests are. So I also asked the question, do you think that reality TV is scripted? Because That's a big reason why a lot of people don't watch it because they might think it's fake or not realistic. But 88% said that they don't think it's scripted and 20% said they do think it's scripted. I think it depends on which show you're watching. 
some of them are scripted. You can just tell or maybe the producers told them to beef up an argument or something. I don't know. But sometimes you can tell things. I don't know. If somebody gets mad at something, that's really why would you get mad at? But they need the drama. So I think you have to be realistic when you're watching this. Some appear more reality-based than others, and it just depends on some people like that scripted dramatic stuff. So you may be drawn to reality TV for that. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about reality TV shows. Now, if you're saying to yourself, I don't watch reality TV, well, maybe you do and you don't even realize it. Because reality TV covers so many different genres. And I'm going to share a list that I created myself from all the shows that I know, that I know people watch. They might not necessarily be shows that I watch, but it's a good list of some reality TV. And you might put your finger to your chin and go, hmm, actually I do watch some reality TV. So let me give you this list that I put together. Well, obviously, all the Real Housewife franchises. I mean, you've got them from New York to New Jersey to Beverly Hills to the OC to Potomac. And I could go on and on. They're all over the place. Miami, where I live. So you've got a lot of the Real Housewives. And believe it or not, not everybody likes all of the Real Housewives franchises. And people are attracted to them for different reasons. And I think one of the big reasons that people do that I speak to is they like to see their lavish vacations, their beautiful clothes, how people who have money interact. I mean, not just a little bit of money, but a lot of bit of money. And so I think that's a big draw for these real housewives because they're, most of them aren't housewives. Most of them either work or they're not married. So I, the title doesn't mean if that's why you don't ever have never tried any of them. It's really not about housewives. It's about women socially in society, in the towns that they live in, the ups and downs they go, the real life situations they go through, and then on some made up things, I'm sure. Okay, On Patrol Live. That's a big one, especially for you guys out there. You might not think that's a form of reality TV, but it is. And I know a lot of you are on patrol live addicts on Friday nights and Saturday nights for three hours each night. You are watching these police officers in all different counties across the U.S. arrest people, stop people, search people's cars, etc. Go to domestic violence calls. So if you say you don't listen to reality or watch reality TV and you watch on patrol live, Sorry to break your little heart. You do watch the reality TV. Okay, America's Got Talent. A lot of people like that. That's a reality TV show. Here's one of my favorites, Naked and Afraid. Yep, folks, that's a reality TV show. Why do I like Naked and Afraid? I have no friggin' idea. But there's something about these people going into the African desert or wherever they are, buck naked, freezing temperatures, hot temperatures, trying to find food, trying to make fire. But it's not just about that. It's also the dynamics between the characters that when they're out there doing this naked and afraid thing, what goes on between and how when people are so frazzled and have no food in them, what 
starts to happen with their emotions and the way they interact. So I find Naked and Afraid fascinating. RuPaul's Drag Race. It's fun. It's fashionable. It's entertaining. It's a reality TV show. Big Brother, another one of my favorites. I wish there was more seasons of Big Brother each year. But right now we're in the swing of it. From the summer, we're still going on. I forgot what week we are. But I love Big Brother. Again, it's a game, but there's the dynamics. And as a therapist, I just love watching the dynamics and then finding myself evolving as I'm watching it onto who I'm rooting for. In the beginning, I'm always wondering, who's going to be my favorite? Who? And it flips and it switches. And in the end, it's interesting to see who I'm actually rooting for to win money. So that's kind of exciting. I like that. The Kardashians, well, if you love extremes and you love drama, the Kardashians have been around for a really long time. Okay, come on, ladies. The Bachelor franchise. Who watches the Bachelor franchise? I do. And the Golden Bachelor, I'm a little behind on it, but I am loving it. I am loving seeing this different aspect of widowed or single life. And I found myself crying a few times watching it because these people lost the loves of their life and now they're looking for love and, and they're opening up to it and they're accepting that why shouldn't they be happy in their days of life? So... I got goosebumps talking about it. Yeah, it's a reality show, but it's also these people's real lives. And it's just fascinating when you're not in that stage or you haven't experienced something. It really gives you an insight into people. Okay, love is blind fans. You know, the gold wine cup. I got a few of those. Love, love is blind. I haven't watched the new season yet. Kind of waiting for it to be done so I can just like binge watch it on a Sunday episode after episode. I mean, but there's something kind of cool with these people on either side of the wall, talking and talking and talking and learning about each other and then falling in love without ever seeing each other. What a concept. I mean, you don't know what they look like. You don't know what color hair they have, what color eyes they have, what color skin they have. You don't know if they're skinny or a little bit thicker. You don't know what they're like, muscular, you have no idea. You are going based on a person's voice and personality. And there's really something beautiful to say about that. It sends a message that everything shouldn't be based on looks. And there are some people who come out of there and they're not happy with who they asked to marry them or agreed to marry based on looks. And while well, those people, I just disregard. But I think it is a beautiful thing to show people Falling in love with each other just based on their personality and voice. Let's see. Selling Sunset, all about real estate. Okay, yes, there's a drama. And this one I feel like is a little bit scripted. But seeing those homes in LA and Beverly Hills, these outrage, I mean, money that most of us will never know from. And these homes, it's just fun to see these houses. And the little added drama is not so bad either. Vanderpump Rules, well, if you're a Pump Rules fan, you know about all the drama of last season with Ariana and Tom and Tom cheating on Ariana with Raquel. And believe it or not, this is a reality show, right? But this went worldwide. I mean, this guy, Tom, couldn't show his face in public because he cheated on the woman he's been living with for years with her friend. And the friend, forget it. She just became an emotional mess. 
and sadly wound up in a mental health institution due to her actions and the way the world started to see her and just realizing what she did and how she broke up a relationship. There takes two to tango. But my point that I'm trying to say to you is, for those of you that are like, eh, reality TV, it's fake. It's not so fake. And I got news for you. Ariana's running all the way to the bank. She's on Dancing with the Stars right now. She's been on some other um, commercials I've seen her do. She's may have had her heart broken, but I believe she has a new boyfriend now. And she's making a lot of money. So good for her. 90 Day Fiance has been around for a while. I never watched it before, but when I was in the hospital and I had to wait to have my hysterectomy for a few days, I got hooked on 90 Day Fiance. Well, that just took me away. And I just was like, okay, I'm not even thinking about the pain I'm in right now because I was fascinated with this whole situation. Sister Wives. Okay. Sister Wives has become the number one reality TV show in the nation right now. I've been watching it since day one, before it was so popular. It's about polygamy. Polygamy. You got it. And the reason why it's become such a craze is the man, Cody, his, he has four wives. And one by one, they're finally leaving his butt. Not a great husband. Thinks he's wonderful. You watch Cody and you're like, come on, dude. And so these women are finally, there's a beauty in this. Some of his wives are finally finding their worth. That they don't need this man to be have their self-worth. That they deserve to be in a relationship with just one person who loves them and shows them love. And you see these woman, women evolve into these independent goddesses. I mean, I follow them and it's just, again, it's reality TV. It's polygamy. Most of the world does not live polygamy. Most of the world doesn't even know anything about polygamy, but they allowed us into our lives to show us how polygamy is functional. And in turn, it showed how dysfunctional it is. But in these end, these women are finding their voice. And I think that's great for women all around the world to see is that if you are in an abusive situation or if you're in a loveless marriage or if you feel like you're just don't connect with that person anymore, it doesn't mean you have to stay and be stuck. You can find your voice, become independent and move on. So even though it's about polygamy, there's great lessons to be learned. Okay. America Ninja Warriors. It's reality TV, folks. But it's fun. It's a game. You watch these people who have been training and training and they go through this obstacle course and you're rooting different people on based on their life's personal stories. So if you watch American Ninja Warrior, you're a reality TV show person. And the last one that I have on here is Hoarders Buried Alive. Yep. Hoarders Buried Alive. It's a reality TV show. What's interesting about it is Hoarders is a, is a disease. It's an obsession. It's people who fill their home with things that they just feel like they have to have but they don't need, and then they can't get rid of them. And their homes become cluttered and almost unhealthy and unsanitary to live in. And so it is sad, and it's showing the world of mental illness and what happens to these people and how people come in and they try to help them with their hoarding issue and clean their homes out. 
So it may not be as entertaining as a Vanderpump rules, but it's real life. And this is a real mental health issue. And to see, I think what reality TV does is it, it opens our mind's eye to the world and how people interact with each other and what's important to people and things that bring people down and things that elevate their mood. So now you're asking me, okay, why the heck? As she listed all these things. Okay, I get it. She wants us to see that we are reality TV people and check, I hope I did. But how's it good for your mental health? But let's dive into that right now. How is it good for your mental health? It's pure escapism. Escapism, you know what that means, right? You're trying to escape. Now, if you use escapism 100% of the time, well, then you're living an unhealthy lifestyle because we all need to be based in reality. But doesn't everybody on a daily basis deserve a little bit of escapism? A little bit of a break from that monotony of life, the rules that we live by, the chores that we have to do, the errands we have to run, the work we have to complete. We all need a little bit of escapism in our lives each and every day. Well, and for me, reality TV is that form of escapism. So I knew how much reality TV was for me, is for me and what it does for me. But I wanted to ask people who do watch it that I know, what is their personal draw to reality TV? I mean, what makes them really want to watch it? So here is some quotes from some people that I asked, why do they watch reality TV? It's entertaining and I forget about real life. Laughing at the people, basically. My coworker and I were just talking about the Golden Bachelor. Okay, so this person's at work, maybe on their lunch break, and then their coworkers, they're talking about the Golden Bachelor. I mean, it's in the reality show becomes part of our lives. We talk about the dynamics and we're rooting for different women that we would like to see this gentleman um, fall in love with. Okay, here's another one. We watch mainly because it's nice to see there are even crazier people out there than some of the people in our own lives. It's true. When you see how chaotic their lives can be, it, sometimes you think, oh, my life's not so bad. My life, I thought, was like a little bit, you know, chaotic, but not compared to these people. Another one. I love seeing how others live their lives, unrelated and different from my life. I love to mimic the trips that the Real Housewives go on as well. Okay. So these are some reasons why people watch reality TV shows. I know husband and wives, just a bond, watch reality TV shows like The Housewives together. Boy, is that, that husband a good husband because not necessarily do I think that this particular male that I know would watch it, but he's into it and it's something him and his wife bond on. You might hear about Michael Rappaport. He has his own podcast as well. He's on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen all the time, and they go through all the different Bravo shows and talk about it. So these shows are for men as well, these Bravo shows that I love or these TLC shows that I love. So escapism, right? So how is watching the reality show a way that is helpful to our mental health? besides the escapism. 
Well, they've done some, I guess, um, studies, we'll say, from what I read. Some studies that monitor people who watch reality TV. And the same thing happens that happens with someone who is addicted to things. Food, alcohol, drugs, shopping, um, internet addictions. When you feed your addictions, your endorphins begin to flow. The endorphins are that happy hormone, that feel-good hormone. So when you succumb to the alcohol, the food, the drugs, immediately you get that endorphin rush, that feel-good rush. The same thing happens when a person sits down to watch reality TV. They get that same endorphin flow that an addict gets. And I find it highly fascinating how this type of genre of TV does this. And now I understand. And when I talk to my friends, I see the bigger picture. I mean, when I have my time and I get to go to my DVR and see what shows have recorded or I go to my apps like Peacock or Bravo or um, what's the other one? Discovery for TLC shows. And the first thing I get excited because I know when I'm able to watch TV, I'm going to, that's my first thing. I will always go to the reality TV shows first. Why? First of all, it's mindless for me. It takes me away from the troubles of the world, the war in Israel and in Gaza. It takes me away from all this. It just lets my brain escape. And so those endorphins flow. And so I begin to crave reality TV. Now, those of you who have gone through addiction, you may be saying, come on, girl, it's not the same as a food addiction or drug addiction or an alcohol addiction. Maybe not. Maybe it doesn't interfere with your life in the same way, but it causes that same chemical reaction that keeps people coming back for more. They begin to crave it in their life. It becomes their escapism. It becomes a form of coping for them. So it is good for your mental health. You get those endorphins flowing. It's a healthy addiction because it's not something that interferes with your life. And so it's good for your mental health. Are you still scratching your head a little bit? Are you questioning me a little bit? Well, you should be. Because as good as it is, it can be for your mental health. It can also be a negative impact on your mental health. And let me tell you why. You see these beautiful women dressed in beautiful clothes with very thin bodies. Their hair is always done. Their makeup is always done. They're wealthy. They live in beautiful homes. They can buy whatever they want. I'm referring to the housewives right now, obviously. Now, or Vanderpump Rules. All these young people in their 20s and 30s worked in this great restaurant owned by Lisa Vanderpump and all the dynamics and the dating and the swapping and the trips that they go on for, you look at it and you go, oh my God, look how great their lives are. You know, they work in a restaurant which a famous person owns and now they're on reality TV. Oh my God, my life is so boring compared to these people. That's what happens. That's why it can have a negative impact. And that's where reality TV show 
probably should not be a part of your escapism. You probably should find some other area to help you cope. Because if you're watching these shows and it's bringing you down, it's putting, you're putting yourself down, you look at those bodies and say, I'll never have a body like that. It lowers your self-esteem. Maybe you're having financial difficulties and you say to yourself, oh my God, I'm never, I barely can pay my bills. Then it's not for you. You have to look at it. And if you're watching reality TV right now and you're going to me, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't be watching it. I know it's going to be hard to pull yourself away from it because of that endorphin rush that addictive feeling to it that brings you back every time. And every time there's a new one, a new show that comes out, you want to try that. Maybe you should switch the type of reality TV that you're absorbing if you're noticing that it's bringing you down, that it's creating negative thought, thought patterns in your head. Then it's not for you. Maybe then just watch Naked and Afraid or On Patrol Live or RuPaul's Drag Show or America's Got Talent, those that are a little bit more lighthearted and step away from real life situations. Being on America's Got Talent is something that only a small percentage of the world will ever do. There's a small percentage of people who are drag queens. So it gives you that escapism and watching reality TV, but it doesn't make you start to think negatively about yourself. So please choose wisely the type of reality TV that you like to watch. It's escapism. I am a true, true Bravo-holic from the word go. I already have the shows that I'm looking forward to watching. I've got a, I think it's the OC is their final, um, or did they have that already? I'm not sure. Sometimes I forget what I watch because I watch so many of them. And you're probably laughing at me right now, but I loved their reunion. And I love watching New York. If you have not watched the new, new, there's mixed reviews on the new Housewives of New York. I love it. I think they did a great job. I saw some people saying eh, they don't show enough of New York, which, you know, all these do. They show you the area, Atlanta, Potomac. And I agree. They really didn't show much of New York life and they really need to fix that. But these women of all different ages are so fascinating, gorgeous unique, different backgrounds. Really a fun one to watch if you haven't tried that one out yet. And there are some areas that you will see that will make you feel sad for these reality TV stars, like Ariana, whose boyfriend cheated on her with her friend. Like in Salt Lake City, which I absolutely love. They have a new woman on, her name's Monica. She is in no way near the financial situation that the other women are. The other women are doing very well financially. And she doesn't. She's a single mother with kids and she just can't live like them. And there's one episode where she talks about she went into Louis Vuitton. She knew she shouldn't go into Louis Vuitton, but she went into Louis Vuitton to buy a bag just so she could fit in with those girls. And my heart broke for her because... A lot of us are in those situations in life where people have things that we wish we had. And especially when you're younger, in your 20s and 30s, you aspire to have things and you see people who have them and you don't and you just want to fit in. And she's been placed in this group of wealthy women and 
she's younger as well and she doesn't have those financial means now hopefully now that she's on the housewives of salt lake city she'll be making a lot more money but again it shows the ups and downs of these people's lives and how this reality tv does affect their lives most of them who go into these shows married wind up divorced it's quite sad so you know they do put their lives out there for us and for our entertainment and our enjoyment and they make a lot of money off of it they all have spin-off products i mean it becomes a whole conglomerate for them but their relationships tend to suffer now if you are not a reality tv holic maybe you should try some see if that form of escapism is for you don't put your nose up at it don't judge it remember that list there's plenty of them on there like american ninja warriors that I know a lot of you watch. And you guys out there who watch that On Patrol Live, like my husband and my daughter does, also, they love it. They look forward to it every weekend. They record it if they can't watch it. You're watching reality TV. I hate to break it to you guys. I hate to really break it to you, but you are. I love reality TV. I needed to do something lighthearted today. Talk about something that I'm passionate about. And you might think it's a silly passion, but it's a part of my mental health toolbox. It's a coping skill that I utilize on a daily, weekly basis so that I can have that form of escapism. When the world gets tough and my personal world gets tough and heavy, or there's just a lot going on and I don't have any time for myself, well, I love sitting down with my 90-day fiance, my sister wives welcome to plathville there's so many out there that i watch that i haven't even mentioned and below deck i could go on and on and you probably think i'm crazy and maybe i am but at least it's a healthy crazy it's a fun thing it's what i enjoy it doesn't interfere with my mental health it gives me those endorphins it gives me that escapism and if reality tv isn't for you and you need to work on finding something that will give you that same rush, that endorphin flow. Maybe it's something you've wanted to do for a really long time. Or try something. Maybe it's a bucket list item. It's hard to build that mental health coping skill toolbox. And you can't just have one coping skill in there. You have to have a multitude of them. And reality TV for me and many, many people that I know and through my polls on social media utilize it as a coping mechanism for them a chance to let their brains relax their bodies relax and they just watch and it's for most people who watch it it's nothing that they can relate to and they just like watching it and honestly i hear mindlessly and there's something beautiful in just being able to might be mindless for a short amount of time let your brain relax let your heart come down let your anxiety level come down you might enjoy a little bit of the drama, which I do because I love dynamics of individuals. But whatever it is in your toolbox, start to build up your mental health toolbox with various types of coping skills. If reality TV is for you, then dive into all the new reality shows that are coming out. Look at some of the old ones. Try Love is Blind, which I haven't watched this season. And you can let me know what you think think i'm so appreciative that you listened to this podcast today go to my instagram my facebook or my tiktok and hit that love button and follow me 
and you can see how what I do in my daily life, I post on there, and some things that add to my podcast. So check it out. You can also go to my website, like I mentioned, at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. Well, thank you for listening to me today with my silly indulging of reality TV. I needed a mental health break this week, a mental healthcation from my normal podcast realm. And so I hope you enjoyed me being animated and telling you about my passion. And maybe you related to me. Maybe we're in that girlfriend club with the housewives or all those other reality shows that just entertain us. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world. It's gorgeous out there, folks, now. I hope it is in other parts of the world if you happen to be listening to me. And I know you get those reality TV shows as well because I've watched them when I've been in Europe. So until next week, my friends, ciao and check out some reality TV.